Welcome to the Kendi and Rainbow Podcast, sponsored by Anderson's Bar and Grill and the Blind Tiger Bar. Get someone up to talk in the podcast about the motivation behind trick or treating. I actually think that's such a good idea, Ray, to get a child. Let's invite a random child up. Press, press record. Or it is recording. It's recording. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> so you don't like my idea of inviting some children up to the box room? No, I really <laughs> like it. But I think their parents probably wouldn't like it, if I'm being honest. The parents can come too. So we're recording on Halloween night, lads, right? Yes, that is spooky. So you're going to hear a lot of doorbells <laughs> in the background. You get way more doorbells than us. Maybe our street is really scary. Why? We've uh, never, ever, ever got a single ticket. You've had a lot of people leave your house, though. Not a lot of people come into it. But come here, um... I was going to say, you know, why do you think that is? Is there less trick-or-treating in town? I don't, well, first of all, our street wouldn't have a whole, oh, there is actually kids, but they don't seem to visit. <laughs> it's just an older street. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, but like, they wouldn't just, they wouldn't just trick-or-treat that street, like, no, I, it's, I yeah. think there's maybe now a fear oh. of, you don't know what door you're knocking when you're in town. Ah, okay. So now, what I'm saying yeah. is, yeah. I live in a much better area. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say to you. But I pay for it, Ray. Yeah, you do. you do. know what I mean? You do. So I li- now it makes sense why the rent is the rent it is in our place. I live in a community. <laughs> you do. You live in in a town. In anonymity. Yeah, like... <laughs> so no one knows anyone around. There's loads of places. What, I, what do I always say about Dublin, Ray? The most pla- the most people in the country, but it's the loneliest. Yes. And that's what that's what the town is like. Yeah. Now, where I live here in what is called an urban area, Raymond, yes. a suburb, actually. Sur- a suburban area. A suburban area. Yeah. Where uh, everybody knows everybody and everybody loves everybody. Okay? Yeah. So, uh, as, you can, as you can hear. Ask now, them to come up. Can, yeah, let's get some kids <laughs> up. No. Can I also say that my lovely wife downstairs, yeah. uh, Nicola. Juggling the baby and the sweets. Yeah, but she knows exactly what she's doing. Right. Because she is doing what uh, you can't really do too much now, nor do we do a lot of it, which is flaunting. Giving out protein bars. No, she's not. Why would you give out protein <laughs> yeah, bars? No, just to be weird. Imagine if you gave a child a full protein bar. They'd absolutely be stuffed. They'd be constipated for three weeks. <laughs> Have you ever tried to eat a protein bar, man? Ah, Sean O'Reilly has beaten them the whole time. They're so heavy. Yeah, they are. Well, I don't know. I couldn't be. If I ate a protein bar, man, not only would I be stuffed up for a week, but I wouldn't be able to eat anything. Yeah. So what I was saying is, Nicola is down flaunting a child right now. Yes. So she's carrying out Baby Ali in a pumpkin costume. Oh, wow. So that every child that comes with their parents, the parents go, Oh, so she's oh, taking compliments. Oh, she's taking compliments at the yeah. door. She's literally, she's she literally, literally yeah. She, like, she might as well. <laughs> she's like someone at Comic-Con or something. You know where you sit at the table and they come to you? <laughs> To ask you to go, oh, lovely, can I have a chat with you? That's what she's like now in there, you know? I'm going to sneeze. Sneeze, me. It sounds great in the podcast. <laughs> Did you lose this? Well, yeah, I think so. Look at you the know. light. Um, do you chew tea? What are you on about? <laughs> We're having tea this evening, lads. Yeah, okay, but why are you talking like do I chew tea? Because this is something that has brought to my atten- been brought to my attention. You want to keep that in the chew tea now, man, because some <laughs> people have been giving out about something like that. Apparently when I, and I'm going to give you, we're drinking tea, and I'm going to give you a little slurp of this now. Okay? I'm actually drinking coffee because I'm a father. Yeah. Did well, I mention yeah. I was a father? <laughs> You're wrecked. <laughs> yeah. I'm wrecked, man Ireland. I wrecked, right? Yeah. You, you think you know what tired is? Yeah. You haven't a clue, man. Sorry, now, just to, to credit Tabby Callahan. A mm. uh, friend of the show, um, he said that uh, Anna, his yep. missus, went yep. down to Barton Smith, who's a local locksmith and trophy shop here in town, to get him a trophy this week because he was the tiredest man in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> 
Apparently, well, the, she also booked a scientist to come out and do tests on him to, to see figure exactly out how tired he actually was. <laughs> so, um, we're chewing tea. So, okay, but why are we chewing tea? Well, I didn't know I chewed tea until I was told I chewed tea. Well, I, t- I think I know exactly who told you. Who do you think in my life would well, have told you? Because <laughs> what happens is, as you go through, and it never ends, really, yeah. by the way, you always discover something else about your partner that yeah. you hate, <laughs> that drives you mad. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, there's a new thing in my life as well that she does, but I can't talk about it. <laughs> can you? I Would don't you? know how to break it to her. Well, break it to her in front of everybody me, on the podcast, g- the most humiliating <laughs> way possible. <laughs> break it to her here, Ray, please. No, but it's just, have you any advice on how to raise difficult issues with, with your partner? Okay. Do you know, so if, if she was doing something that really bothered you, okay. and you were going, well, how am I ever going to say this? Because okay. Perfect. Okay, so I had this today. Yeah. Now Nicola will lose her mind now if she hears this as well. So we're right. both declaring something Oh, good. Here okay. So on the creepiest night, it's the scariest night of the year, we're both going to get in trouble. So the most annoying thing about Nicola is how good she is with a baby. Right. Okay. And how crying doesn't bother her, really. Yeah. Because I think she's become immune to us. Yeah. So she was trying to cook She's listened to you for 14 she, years. Well, yeah. I mean, it's that far. There's <laughs> a big difference between whining and crying now. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I uh, had Ali today, and she was roaring her head off yeah. for a half an hour. Okay. Okay. I was trying to get a nap in. Wouldn't work. Okay. <laughs> so you had responsibility for Ali, and you were simultaneously trying to get a nap in. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're getting at, but <laughs> leave it out. <laughs> leave it out there now, yeah. So my way of going, I was annoyed. I was going, Nicola, it's evidently her time to feed. Like, would you please just come <laughs> in and feed her? Yes. Right? Yeah. But I didn't say that. Oh, I said, Nick, was she not due a feed, though, at four o'clock? That was my way of raising Diplomatically, the Diplomatically, yeah. yeah. Okay. I was like, but was, is she not due to feed, You were gone already. To which Nicola said, no, no, I, she's probably all right. Yeah. Ah, she's not all right, Nicola, because, <laughs> in fact, Jesus she's Christ, clearly not. I'm not far away from putting on a football boot <laughs> and absolutely driving her out the door, if I'm being honest. So I think maybe let's take it out the taste and feeder. I think maybe like yeah. so I had that today as well. Now having said that, she'll kill me now because I didn't bring it up with her. And you asked me there, how do you bring it up with them? Yeah, it is impossible. Yes. Have you ever so, heard of um, fighting a losing battle? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is what dealing with any woman is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is that your declaration? It's very defeatist, isn't it? <laughs> well, you see, that's it. You see, I know that like. This is. It has to be for the betterment of your contentment. Yeah, it is in fairness. So you have to pick your battles. Like, yeah, that she, is she so doesn't true. pick battles. She just throws all the battles at me, like the chewing of the tea. Uh, I'll know, give you an example. So here's me drinking the tea. Okay, come on. Yeah. That's fucking annoying, man. You hear the chewing? Yes, because I have headphones on. It's driving I me up chew the tea. I, I, Why savor, are you doing I savor the tea and I chew it, but she can hear me chewing it. Okay, I'm with Laura. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm but with she Laura. has no no inhibitions about telling me. As I do it. She's like, well, shut up, will you? And I'm going, I'm just drinking my tea. Yeah, okay, but that's good, though. We could, no, but maybe she's right, though. Maybe she's right to go, come here, why are you doing that thing for? Yeah. But women get so away with that be a lot more. The women get away with that more than men get away with it. <laughs> they do, yeah. They do, like, because if you call that out to her, she'd probably say, oh, okay, well, okay, I'm a bitch then. Well, I just move out, will I? <laughs> yeah, yes. You know? That's I it. Sit there going, All right, okay, yeah. I just, I just move out then, will I? Yeah, yeah. 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 And we never yeah. see each other ever again. You yeah. probably have some other bitch in a week. <laughs> I'll go then, will I? Yeah. And you fight some other one who doesn't chew her tea. Some yeah. bitch, some perfect bitch. <laughs> you know? Yes. There's no way you get away with, no. with saying that to her, you know? So do you think it's worth the, the week that I'm going to have now by declaring this thing? Please, te- but tell me what it is, though. Okay. Ah, come on! It's <laughs> not big. And that's why I think I'm, sh- I'm ashamed of myself more than anything else. 
Because it, it's just, it's. I'm looking at it going, I don't understand this. Laura but it's is, something you want to put right. Laura is possibly the cleanest, tidiest, best woman I've ever met in my life. But she takes mouldy <laughs> shit. No, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> She'd no. absolutely paint the ball. That's the problem. <laughs> no, is that what it is, Ray? No, no. I don't understand her thought processes behind an activity she does. She gets up in the morning, right? And she makes herself a little coffee. Mm. Right? Nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do it. Yeah. Right? And she uses a spoon to stir the coffee. Brilliant. Takes the spoon out of the coffee cup. I'm with you, Laura. And leaves it on the side of the sink. Yep. Right? Okay. That's that. Yeah. That's where the spoon is. Yeah, I think it's where it should go, if I'm being honest. I'm on the side of the sink, <laughs> not in the sink. <laughs> on the side of the sink. Oh, I think it's lovely. I get up four hours later, because that's kind of the difference. So, <laughs> does she get up at three in the morning or something? <laughs> no, but it does feel like that. She gets up very early, and then I get up about two hours later at half nine. Okay. So, she's up at half seven. You get up at half nine? I do. I get up at half nine to be in work for ten. That is unreal. Well, the commute has been drastically reduced with the fact that it's in the next room. <laughs> <laughs> but that is... It takes, me, it takes me seven minutes to shower and ten minutes to prepare my breakfast. I'm not long in the the uh, workforce, like we what we'd call like the normal workforce. Mm. But I would be blessed to be up at half. I'd yeah. love to be up at half nine. That's the great thing. I'm but up at six tomorrow now. But you have like. to work out. You have to work out the evening then. That's oh. the only downside. Yeah, sure. that's at the six thing. Six o'clock, you're still at it. But why don't you start working eight then and finish at four? Because I can't. Why would I? Why would I get up that early? No, but there is, no, there is there is value there in... There is nothing nicer than the turning around as she leaves the room and goes, good night now, mind yourself, bye. And, you're away and I am away hours. for two more hours. On your own. Uh, well, That's what even, it is. Oh, now not, we're getting into it. That I'm on my own. Although so I do, you, I'd be straight over on her pillow. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So <laughs> yeah. you're, you're just... I trying, starfish. So I get it. No. You get two hours of free time from her. That's the only time you get from her. <laughs> And you're absolutely looing for it. That's like, not it. I didn't realise until now that's what anyway, it was. Anyway, I get up anyway, and I go downstairs, and therein lies the spoon. Oh, yeah, uh, on the side of the, of the... Yeah, I don't know why it's in the side. Yeah, okay. So why is it not in the sink or why washed? Is, why isn't it put in the sink? I don't mind. I'll wash it. Okay. I'm happy enough to wash it. I feel really bad. It's literally, the, I think it's the only thing she dirties in the whole house uh, any time ever in a day. So I, I feel bad now because um, I'm kind of on her side. Why? Because I'm, I'm. Do you I'm leave a, it on the side I'm of the sink as well? Yeah, I'm a culprit. I wonder too. how many people do this, and I want to call them. This is great that you're on her side. Yeah. Can you please explain the psychology? Behind? I think you're a prick for even bringing it up. Actually, if I'm being honest. <laughs> like I think Lord's brilliant. Like, oh, and if you have other, this whole section is going to be cut out of the podcast. You seem to have some reservations about your relationship, but I don't know why you're bringing it up with me. I didn't ask you to. <laughs> I didn't ask you to bring all this stuff up in front of you. made me say something about that. I was only messing. I was delighted with Nicola wouldn't feed Ali. Wouldn't feed Ali. So why, why, why? When you make a cup of tea, why would you leave the spoon not in the sink? Where the water is. <laughs> where the water goes. I'm trying to think. The side of the sink is this, this clean silver bit. I'm wondering, is it because... I, I end up having to clean the side of the sink. Yeah, but I'm wondering, is it because I think I might use it again? Okay, now we're into something. Because yeah. I'm, I'm a habitual user of a pint glass again. Right. As in, I'll have a whole pint glass for about four days. <laughs> I get three months of a pint yeah. glass. <laughs> but why? What do you mean? You do? Yeah, as in, for the next cup of tea, yeah, you use that I might than dirty f- another spoon. Yeah, I think I'd be going, that's my spoon now for the day. Right. But I don't think it is, though. So what I'll try then, so, is leaving it there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, try leaving it there. Why do I need to get... Why is it only my business? Yeah, don't be worried. Yeah. Because are you not um, intrigued to see what happens if it is left there? Oh, yeah, I suppose. Like, 
Yeah. If you you wouldn't you you could be surprised like what would happen by you leaving that spoon there. I think I think this is a metaphor for life. Like she might leave the spoon there. She might do something <laughs> unbelievable with that spoon later on, but you're you're not letting her. Now I don't know what that might be like. <laughs> Have you ever heard of that trick? Have you met me, Fred Birdie? <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> you know and that trick? Yeah, we just to take the spoon out of the tea. Just take the spoon out of the tea and say, "Have you met Birdie?" And you go past it and you leave the spoon out there. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, but you, you might be surprised what she might, you, like, she could be using that spoon. Like, you might be holding back. You might be holding her back. Okay. She could be about to blossom with that spoon, really. Yeah. I, again, I don't know how I could be holding be. her back in life. Yeah. Because every morning she gets up and she, she purposely leaves the spoon there. Yeah. For probably a very good reason. And then and I been, rock yeah. along and I move it. And then she's been put down. So yeah. she comes back more <laughs> and more down on herself yeah. every single day Where's my spoon? when she goes God almighty just once I wish that spoon had stayed there yeah. so that I could do this amazing- I don't know what she's going to do with it like. I don't know either but sure maybe make a second cup well, of tea well here look it's what <clears throat> night it's Monday night this yeah. podcast normally gets edited of a Tuesday it does um, she'd normally get a, an advanced listen to it of a Wednesday do you li- what do you mean give her an advanced listen she to it she does an advanced listen to it why as in I edit it and I get to, you have a good listen to that now see is there any shite in it what, why did you so I cut out most of the podcast like people haven't heard most of what we said over the last couple of years but why Why would you put her through that why <laughs> she likes it she said she enjoys she? listening to it well, she won't enjoy this week obviously she's ticking me now it's funny like, but I'd, in the meantime I'm going to now leave the spoon there so by the time she listens to this and she loses you will have tested it I'll have tested it yeah. and I'll be able to categorically say well it's clear you don't do anything with the spoon well <laughs> <laughs> or I'll yeah. be going I'm so impressed that It's you- unbelievable You yeah. want to see what you did With the spoon later on let's- <laughs> You wouldn't see it in Amsterdam <laughs> yeah. So it's either going to end really well or, or it's not going to end well for me at all Yeah well I'm with her anyway Because I would do the same thing uh, yeah. as well Like, yeah. I mean I'm sure if you ask Nicola Like if you really sat Nicola down And said I need you to tell me The top five Top I five am, rundown yeah. of the things that Mark does that you That's makes literally you the only thing that I've questioned in the last I year. know, it can't, it can't be though. Come on, let it all out now. No, right? that's it. Because you're having serious reservations about this relationship. <laughs> no. It's very evident that's what's happening no, here. That's it now. So I need you to really... But I'm sure if you ask, <sighs> like if you ask Laura or Nicola, like the five things that drive... Like I know what drives Nicola the most mental about me. What is it? it it's that like... um. I leave clothes. I like I I'm such a liar to myself. <laughs> right. I lie to myself every night. Okay. Because I'll take off clothes, right? Yeah. That don't need to be washed. Like you know, like a pair of jeans if you've worn them one. Yeah. And I leave them at the side of my side of the bed on top of my shoes. Yes. Because I tell myself every time. I'll probably just wear them again anyway now, tomorrow. Why, why wouldn't or, you? Yeah, but then I won't, though. I, when I wake up in the morning, I go, I might put a tracksuit on instead. Like, and then they'll stay there then for a week. And mm. then you know what will happen? They'll be left out for so long. Did that you I, forget whether they're dirty or not? Yeah, and then I'll go, Nick, I better wash them just in case. I, I can't remember what the crack is with them pants there that are left there. <laughs> and I know for a fact that she'd probably, if that continues for another 14 years... She'll stab you. We'll get divorced, like, definitely, like, you I, know? Yeah, I, I think the two will... If I turn up dead someday... Yeah, it was probably chewing tea. Yeah, but <laughs> that is fucking ferociously annoying. There, uh, I, you did that into my ear there now, <laughs> and I was so annoyed. I was so annoyed that you had. But done there it, is like. there's a phobia or something, osteophrosis or something. I don't know what you call Ashley it. Ashley, who? I don't know what it's called. Brendan and normally have it looked up. We don't have Brendan today. We have Danny on the cameras. Very proud of Danny's doing a fantastic job. Danny's flicking the cameras yeah. off himself. Yeah. yeah, Brendan's out trick or treating. Brendan is out trick or treating. Yeah, he dresses Ringing up. Doorbells. He dresses up as Vin Diesel yeah. every, every out, year. He'd be out with the kids, and the kids would land the door, and everybody go, "Oh, look at that! How cute they are!" <laughs> have you heard about my comedy festival? <laughs> <laughs> the fifteenth to nineteenth yeah. of 
$15.95 tickets here with me if you'd like to buy them. Yeah. Which night would you like to go? You should buy them. What yeah. night are you going? Yeah. Give me three. What do you want? Four. <laughs> be a good salesman like that. Um, I was going to say something else about that as well. Oh, yeah. That's the one thing I have noticed because our doorbell, like I said, has been ringing all evening. Like mm-hmm. Some people are too way too old to be trick-or-treating. Like, What's the cutoff point? Well, uh, they should want to be under 10. Okay, then. Wait, no, there's probably a few 11 or 12 year olds that just. Anyone in primary school. If you're in secondary school, you shouldn't be trick or treating. Now, actually, that could be. That's it. But I'm nearly certain I saw a 16 year old. Your man was smoking a fag, he had a beard. (laughs) You know? And he was with two little kids, but like we. Nicola had to give him. Yeah, but sweets you, as well. the thing about it is, you have to have someone going with the kiddies. Yeah, but why does he? You're going to be doing this. Why in does a he have a super value bag? Yeah, I saw a father dressed as Superman, and Nicholas <laughs> said that'll be you now. Yeah, back. you'll have to dress up as well. You can't go with the kiddies and not dress up. Yeah, no, I will. No, I'll do all that crack. But yeah. this kid, this guy, you had a super value bag with him, what trying to fill it up as well. Yeah, do you know what I mean? He was far too old, Ray. <laughs> but sure, like sweets. I'm pretty certain they were his two kids, like yeah. you know. Uh, so I, do, I, I think you could be right though. The cutoff point probably speaking is speaking of um, trick or treating. Have you heard of the best two? Um, Halloween outfits. That oh we see. First of all, yeah, well, we have to talk about Hank and Marv. Yeah, okay, so Luke and Tony were in Yates Local. Luke and Tony be friends of the podcast. Yes, they would, and they were in Yates Local, which is a tremendous pub out in Red Cormac, right? And for all these years, they have um, bore a striking resemblance. But did you know that Tony looks so much like, like Marv, Marv from Home Alone? Oh my Christ, man. Yeah, and, and Luke, then when you put a little woolly hat on him and a big jacket, all of a sudden, alive. He's, he's Hank. <laughs> comes alive yeah they were uh, literally um christmas's worst nightmare that was the they were unreal i don't know if i've ever told the story they were unreal as well though but i don't know if i've ever told this story i probably have but and i can't remember exactly the ins and outs of it but the best thing i ever saw at halloween was when um mr t choked out like a rabbit i think you're right, I was dressed I think as rabbit, yeah. Did, yeah. yeah like it's just the bizarre <laughs> shit that you see around halloween it's what just about so the weird. electric ireland bells you see any of them Oh my God, I saw someone in Electric Ireland Bill. Yeah. It was the scariest thing you could ever think of as well. I saw um, Neve Keaveney last night was dressed up as Wordle. Oh. So she, and the Wordle words were all Halloween words. So she had a t shirt on. And you know the way it's like green and orange and then black letters? I couldn't tell you. I you don't know what a Wordle is? No. Anyway, the word was witch at the bottom, which was absolutely, I thought, tremendous. Uh, a fella last year inside in Lily's was dressed as Pat Mustard and he was the head of him. That's Like good. too much like him. Like this guy was like. <laughs> sure, it wasn't Pat Mustard. It could have been one of Pat Mustard's babies, yeah. though, because there was a lot of hairy babies back then, Ray. Uh, so he was very good. I'm trying to think what else I saw last night. I mean, a lot of. Um, What's that thing that women have that they put out of Halloween? Cheek. The load of cheek. <laughs> oh, no. There was so much cheek out, like, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that's a big one. And uh, not a lot of fellas. You didn't enjoy up. that now, of course, would you? What? You no, no, no. So I have a You're baby. a father now. I'm a father now, like, sure. <laughs> I'm too tired to be looking at cheek now, like, you know, I couldn't be, like, you know? Now, the other thing is as well, um, something else came into my head there while we were talking there for I, a minute. I need to talk to you about a punter of grabs. Why would okay? You're have the weirdest shit. Let, I've read. odd stuff, Simon. You see what you think. What you're going to talk about though, and let the anticipation. Oh yeah. End. Okay. No. No. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. 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 Uh, I did you see? Um, you know, Ireland is a hundred years old now. Ireland. Yeah. Oh, it is. Like indeed, the state. Yeah. The state. Like the yeah. state that we're in right now. Some state yeah. is uh is a hundred years old now. Yeah, right. We're only young. And um, uh, only young man. Yeah. But but uh, having said that, a lot of stuff happens. Yes. In that hundred years, like yeah, you know. Does, yeah. So news talk one hundred six to one hundred eight. Yeah. They did a rundown of the top 20 most iconic, memorable, influential moments in Irish history in, Irish in, the, history last in the last 100 years. Like, yeah. And I was going, I can't wait to see what this is all about. Like, you know, we've been, it's a long journey. You know, only half of us came. You know, yeah. we have six brothers up north who won't come home for Christmas. Yes. And so, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, and number 14 on us. I turned it off after 14. 
because it's sickening. I news. love news talk, like yeah. But I turned it off after fourteen. I what said, was fourteen. Garrett Brooks did the five nights in in fucking Crow Park, and I ended up going, "Are you serious? Of all the shit that we've gone through, that you shouldn't think, be there." You think Garrett Brooks? Is number 14 it on was, the list of the most... The, it was more the time Garrett Brooks didn't do the five nights in, in Croke Park. It shouldn't be. Garrett Brooks should be nowhere near a season bench. <laughs> I know, but I mean, if it was a memorable moment in people's lives, it was the time that Garrett Brooks announced that he was coming back. Yeah. And, and you're all going, this is unbelievable. But in the and hundred years, happen. in the hundred years that we've been a country, you think Garrett Brooks doing friends in low sure, places on all, a football field. Feck all happened 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. <laughs> People Why? were just it was just dances in halls. There was selling soft drinks. <laughs> you know, there was bringing milk down to the creamery. But what do it you was think? Quiet, like. But what, what, so you think there was thirty years there where nothing went on well, at no, all? Like. Well, Garth Brooks certainly didn't do five nights in Croke Park. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what do you think would be the biggest moment, like in Irish, like the most influential moment that got us to where we are today, like uh, the shooting of Michael Collins. The shoot, okay, that's good, but that was before the. We would have been a very different country if Michael Collins. But that was before it was a state, though. That was 1921, wasn't it? Okay, we had so been a state say, yet. Okay, so you want to be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. It has to be in the hundred years that we were allowed to be as <sighs> we were. What was the most influential moment? But it might have been the the peace treaty, maybe. The Good Friday Agreement. The Good Friday Agreement. Six brothers up the north won't come for Christmas, though. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not talking about them. Bastards walk over no, for that. Like. And Mammy's no. asking them, like, no, no, Mammy's no. flat out Mary Lou is Mammy at this stage, but she's asking them, and yeah. she, they won't no, come Mary back. Mary Lou is the aunt that wants to have the crack. Do you know what's Mom, funny? Let them over. Yeah, they, <laughs> <laughs> she's drank a bit too much red wine. Like, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. kind of whispering to people. Don't put them to bed, Jess. She's making people uncomfortable, like, isn't she? <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I can't think of anything else. Okay, no, you can't think about that. Oh, no. the Pope. The, okay, the Pope coming. That's so funny. That's brilliant, though. Okay, That's a big now, now we're going to get into it. Let me finish off my coffee. Right. This is 100% Colombian, not fucking Don't Colombian. Do it. This isn't Pablo's dandruff now. This is Colombian coffee, really. Right, right. sorry into you there now. Ooh. Why is this a big thing now? Now, yeah. so you said the Pope coming was quite influential. I think you happen to be right. Not that he came, but uh, the amount of people that went to see him. Yeah, yeah, but it was influential that he came, though. He's a very yeah. influential character in Irish history. And Whenever Ireland got rid of the English, we handed the country over to the Catholics instead. Yes. We handed the country over to the Catholic John Church. John Paul took over. Like, when we say Catholic Church, we haven't a clue how to run this because we haven't ran it for 800 years. Yeah. Have ye any idea? Yeah. And they said, say nothing. Say nothing. Say nothing. Literally, say nothing. So, <laughs> so that's hugely influential that the leader of the Catholic Church came over to visit our little tiny country. Yeah. And we handed him the country. He came over to one of his holiday homes, which is Ireland. It's like, Ireland, you know. Yeah. Now, so you're saying that's very influential. It was just coming to my head. I think even more influential then what is 2015. Barrack. When no, not Barrack. Him coming over, who gives a shit, man? He opened up a fucking garage in <laughs> Michael Levell did that in Casserie, like. You know right, what I mean? Okay, okay. He went to Money Gall and opened up a garage, like, you know? <laughs> a fucking filling station. Michael Levell from Carnation Street did that in Casserie as well. He opened up Woods' daybreak. Who was Michael Levell? He used to be in Carnation Street. He played one of the boys in Carnation Street. What? Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. Oh, Kevin Webster. Kevin Webster, I think. I think yeah, that might have Michael Levell. Yeah, yeah. He did came he? over, he opened Woods' garage, and man, no you, you, way. Think there, you think there was a big crowd in Money Gall? But I would have been there for that. The Casserie was flooded Isn't with that people. the maddest booking that man ever took? Yeah, but he over was related. He was related to one of the Woodses who had oh. the. So he came over, right? Yeah. And I remember. I, I think he plays Kevin Webster. Anyway, yeah, he does. Let, he does, let, he does, let's yeah. say he does. So I remember an old woman losing the head because <laughs> there must have been the guts of I'm shit at opera. I'm, how many was there now? I'm really he bad. He was at, a bit of a hard. There was about two million in the people in Cassery, <laughs> right? <with this. laughs> two million. 
So they're all outside the filling station. No one's buying diesel, right? Yeah. All they want to do is get an eye on. And everybody was saying, Kevin, Kevin, will you sign this? Kevin, will you sign this? Old ones, Kevin, will you sign me underwear? Uh, Kevin, sign me tits, yeah. right? And a woman said, stop calling him Kevin. His name is Michael. <laughs> So she was kind of a spokesperson for him to say, right. how dare you call him by his fake name? But yeah. no one knew his name was Mike Leavell. We don't know. Anyway, so what was I saying? Pope. 2015, Ray. We signed in. Wasn't it 2015 or was it 2017? Anyway, we allowed gays to get married. Right. Do you remember? Yes. So I think that was more of a nod to saying to the Catholic Church, we're now perhaps a more progressive country, perhaps even more diplomatic as a country. Yes. Because... What you're mad, mad against. We're after. We're after now reversing this. And I think it was far more influential in this country than it would be anywhere else in the world. What was that? Because we handed it over to the Catholics. And then in 2015, we said, you know what? This is a big symbol moment to say, go and shite, let you. Now, whether you think that's right or wrong, I don't really care. Do you know? Yeah. But I, th- that's but funny. It was that a big moment. It's, I think it's funny that you said the Pope. Yeah. Well, it just popped into my head on JFK as well. He came. Did he? Yeah. Oh, fair play to him as well. Um, didn't your man come up above in Derry? Um, and didn't he say, uh, what was his name again? Uh, Hillary Clinton's fella. Oh, Bill. Bob Clinton. Yeah. Bill. Didn't Bob Clinton come up above? I'm not calling him Bill Ducks <laughs> just because I got it wrong the first time. Now I'm going to keep calling him Bob. Uh, he. But he, is, the, is the man? That's the stuff we think of with the big moments. Yeah, but like, but I, I think it's funny. For Ireland, you said the Pope, you said Obama. You want from the Spice Girls yeah. got married. Yeah, but we said Clinton. Yeah, but all of these are outsiders, though. <laughs> yeah. Have we no influential people ourselves, though? Um, like, it's always about, like, oh, who came to visit the little Irish? Like, do you remember that time? <laughs> Garrett Brooks. <laughs> like, it's never us. Like, it's always about fucking Egypt. Michelle came- Smith. Yeah. Ah, come on, Ray, now. <laughs> Michelle Smith won a ball of medals in the Olympics. We all sat there and went, oh, my God, she's class at swimming. Ray. And then a year later, it came out that she wasn't so class. Yeah, she was like Pablo <laughs> Escobar's right-hand man or something, wasn't it? Didn't, didn't, it turn, didn't it transpire that she, they got her wrong and she was innocent? Uh, that did, not happened. Did that transpire? Was there not a film about it? No. I don't know, really, if I'd be honest with you. No, Kate Winslet the pain, one, Michelle Smith. No, no, but the one person who was in this, man, yeah. the one person who was in this was, was Casey Taylor. Yeah, come down from the mountain, Casey Taylor. She was in it because fair play to her. That's why she was in it. So yeah. That's probably the biggest Irish sport moment was when she brought home gold in Rio in 2016. And now she's still fighting. And she's still baiting face. And she's going to pull the Garrett Brooks next year. And she's going to do five nights in Crow Park. She's going to bathroom a woman every night for five nights straight. None of them are going to be trained boxers, though. It's going to be an exhibition. Housewives. Yeah. Like civil servants. They're going yeah. to bring them in and they're going to like be like, what? Be held in Hang orchard. on now. What the hell am I doing here? And Katie Taylor's going to box the jaw of every single one of them. Isn't it mad that she just fights? Um, what, what I know mean? it's a sport. Are you being sexist about this? Like she doesn't make tea. No, like. no, no, no. <laughs> no I think one that way at all. I'm just thinking the basicness of the what, of the sport. Yeah. Like, what do you? What is? What is your sport? Sporting talent? Well, I fight. Yeah. And then it's you fight, and then she hasn't been bet, and that makes her massive. Yeah, yeah. But the, well, the great, the mad thing about it is, is that like, um, like women's boxing is in the best place it's ever been. Yeah. But men's boxing is in tatters like we were talking about this alright it's absolutely in bits like yeah. so she the, her and She's Amanda lying. Serrano and then there's another lady from America as well they're holding down the boxing sport yeah. on their own and like. then the soccer has been held down by the ladies the soccer has been held down by the ladies yeah. as well because Irish soccer is in bits Yeah, and the women are going out <laughs> singing ooh out the rap <laughs> and they're, the fuck, the and they're fucking out down to Australia and I was thinking that Ray I know I can't now because I don't know if I told you this now. you remember I'm a father did I tell you that before you what I'm a father now did I tell you that no, no? you didn't mention so because I'm a father now this probably can happen but no more than any other event I'd ever want to go to Rugby World Cup 
Saipan back in the day. Poland. I'd love to go to Australia to the Women's World Cup. Would you know? Here's a number of reasons why. Oh, because you can't because you're a father. I'm with you now. Can't not because I'm a father. But here's why I'd love to go, though. (laughs) Right? The World Cup is in Qatar. Yeah. Right? No, nobody even wants to see that World no. Cup because it's absolute blood money. Okay. Yeah. So, number two, um, if you go to any male soccer event, yeah. you're, there's a chance you'll get stabbed or the head kicked you. Yeah. And I mean, that's not being, I'm not being stupid by no, saying that. No, you're not. That's it's true. It's full of fucking hooligans. It's facts. Not Irish fans, though, for the most part, in fairness. We're very good. Do you remember when they sang to the Swedish woman coming out of Victoria's <laughs> Secret? Do you remember that? There was about 2,000 Irish fans. And nothing creepy about it, by the no. way. If that was, no, I'm not going to say what I was going to say. If that was 2,000 of some other nation yeah. waiting outside of Victoria's Secret for a gorgeous woman to come out, and the second she came out, they just went, Way! <laughs> <laughs> so there's a bit of crack in us. Like, Why you know? is there? How is it not creepy when we do it, but creepy when others do it? I think we're ugly enough, right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because we don't really have that sexual intent in us because we're so ugly, I mean, Irish fellas. Fair enough. Do you know? Yeah. Like we know we'd never have a chance anyway. We're just having the crack. With I it. love the way you refer to it as some other nation. No, but any other nation. <laughs> oh, I meant to say. Oh right. Do you know what I mean? You weren't talking about England, were you? No, I wasn't actually at all. <laughs> No, it was not at all. Yeah, it sounded no, very like England sorry. to me. No, no, okay, but I will talk about England, though. Oh, don't, I actually went, no, no, let me. No, 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 let me now, okay? <laughs> we talk about England now. Because when I was on about the hooliganism and me fearing my way, if I go over, I'd be afraid of what yeah. might happen, like, because, you know, if you want to just have the crack at an international mm. football tournament. Unfortunately, um, quite a lot of English fans, oh my God, Mark, I can't believe you're about to say this, eat my bag, uh, are fucking hooligans, Ray. Right? right. There's so many hooligans in that sport. they not attend the, the ladies' stuff as much as they attend the men's? No, I, I don't think they would, though. Okay. Seriously, I don't think they would. Would the English I think ladies go out and, and try to emulate... Can you imagine? <laughs> come on, you fucking... Ah, imagine the English women like that. Like, come on, like... But that's why I'm saying it'd be a much, much better tournament yeah. to go and see. And, and Do you remember I was on about English hooliganism? Uh, I think it was only like 15 seconds ago. Yeah, so do you remember I was on about that? Okay, that is creeping into our game as well, by the way, here. Right? In, in what? In, so the, we, in the National League? Yeah, in our league here as well, right? Yeah. In town... A load of young fellas got in trouble last week at a Saiga Rovers game for acting the bollocks. They got caught on CCTV. Oh. Because unfortunately, there's like a conglomerate of young fellas who think they watch too much of the Premier League every week. Yeah. I'm uh, going off the Premier League, by the way, and, and it's for two reasons. Well, One, did something happen at the weekend no, where uh, West Ham or something? Or no, no, Leeds. Some... No, so here's the thing, because people are going to say this about Kendi you now. Asher, Kendi's only a Sunshine fan. It's actually, that's half true, though, because... Did, you, did something happen with Leeds? Yeah, no, Leeds bet Liverpool 2-1 in the last minute. Right? Wow. No, but so, so Le- Leeds are my team. No, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that, Sorry, actually. I've been for this for a... I You're think. like, oi, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, you boy. Yeah. Give me your best football chat, Rick. Go on, give me a fucking oi, yeah, oi so, or something. So or something. as I was passing the television, yeah. I noticed... <laughs> <laughs> I was walking past that and I seen the score and I went, oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> You're so hardcore, man. Take yeah, it easy on the hooliganism. <laughs> Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. Very so, proud of them. So there's two reasons why I'd be losing the head. Like, number one, Liverpool are, are gone. Now, the team that was brilliant for six years is now too old and gone. Right. But it's not a big deal. Like, it is yeah. what it is. Like, everything has... You know what I mean? You can't eat ham if it's two weeks gone. So you can't support Liverpool if they're two weeks gone. That's so, a beautiful No, no, statement. it's not that. I, I always... I'm obviously watching every single game I can. But the, the edge has gone you're out... you're a father of, now. The, the, league, I'm a father now, you see, because... <laughs> no, but the edge has gone out of it, though, and there's no crack left in it as well. Like I said, there's, there's you have PSG... Newcastle and Man City, who were owned by uh, the world, okay, the yeah. most expensive, uh, the richest people in the world. So yeah. the sport has lost its edge. And that was always the case. Liverpool were far richer than Norwich. Yeah. You know, but anyway, so that's beyond the point. The other point is, I was on about the hooligans there and all that kind of crack. Yeah. And now it's creeping into the Irish game because too many young fellas are watching. They're watching fucking Mean Machine and Football Factory. And then they're watching, the, they're watching these videos on TikTok of like, 
a video will come up and say, uh, look at the Leeds fans uh, and Liverpool fans fighting after the game, and they think that's class. So they're thinking we can do that And they go, no bother. Drahada are in town next week. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to go, you know what I mean? And that's why the GAA is brilliant, though. I was watching GAA all weekend, club club GAA and stuff. Mm. Like, it never matters in that sport. Just that's sit down. because they direct all their anger at the referee. Yeah, and that's great. And <laughs> rightly so. <laughs> rightly so. Like, as, as we've heard in the media for a number of weeks now, what yes. a referee was put out of it there last night. <laughs> he is now in hospital in a coma. Yeah, 36 <laughs> referees were found at the yeah. beach in uh, Balbriggan. <laughs> yeah, in a mass beaching. Yeah, they were found at the beach at Rasta Point. Better 36. Yeah. <laughs> 36 buried bodies of referees were found. Uh, That's the thing. They don't fall out with each other, they fall out with the ref. But I haven't yeah. said that. But do you not think there's a dirty edge, though, to this idea of like some of the chants and all this kind of crack that goes on, you know? Yeah. And it's nothing to do with the clubs. I kept like, saying it to you. Sport yeah. to be better crack. Should be all like that. Who cares who wins and loses? No, no, you should care who wins and loses, though, because <laughs> J is the most caring sport in the world. Like, yeah, talking club fans are passionate. Me and my father, we've, that's where we struggle. <laughs> that's where you really struggle. Yeah. Is that? Can we talk about the pun of the grapes? Oh, sorry. Come on. Talk about your pun of the grapes, Rick. Come on. Thank you. Go on. Go on, Mixed, Rick. first of all, it was. It was a mixed pun. Purple and green. Purple and green. Did you know they call them white grapes, don't they? <laughs> Are they? Oh yeah, but they are. That's fucking stupid. Like. Stupid when they're green. They're green. Like. Yeah, yeah. In fairness. So I was uh, walking home last night from my very long weekend of of the sound engineering for Sligo Live. Oh, it's supposed at to be deadly. Anderson's Tremendous Event Centre, which which did more gigs, I think, than than anywhere. No way. Well, and come here. What was like? Let's say I know you obviously had a lot of gigs. What was your favourite one that you did sound for? Uh, Old Hannah. Old Hands Hannah. Down, Old Hannah. Brilliant. They They're were on Saturday, and as usual, it's the maddest gig in the world. Old Hannah show up around one o'clock, half twelve, one o'clock, and it's a big empty room, and you think no one will be here. Yeah. And then at like five to three, it's like that scene out of Father Ted with Owen McLove. <laughs> it's like four hundred people wanting teas, coffees, and sparkling water arise out of the fog. <laughs> Tea, coffee, and sparkling water. <laughs> and they all sit down, and and they sit down in the room, and the place is wedged. Oh, that's class. You can't man. have enough tables. But anyway, I was walking home from the weekend. It was mm-hmm. um, because it was a few gigs. Um, which I'll go through uh, later. But yeah. walking, so I left London to Men's last night. I had no drill in my hand, so I was taking your advice. Good stuff. I was, yes. So people didn't yeah. think you were Jeffrey McAndrew. But as yeah. I was walking along, I noticed on the ground a full punnet of grapes. Right, okay. Where are you being tested? Hansel and Gretel job. I don't Did you follow know. the grapes back to a room <laughs> somewhere? But it was just because it was open, but they hadn't been touched. Right. So there was a full bun of the grapes just sitting on the footpath. Okay. And I was just, uh, just look, it came to my head. This is probably not the best podcast content, but... <laughs> Do you think you were being tested? <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I took a picture of it. But did you not bring, pick it up and go? Do you want me to show you the picture? Yeah, show me the picture of these grapes. I want to see these grapes that are in question here, Ray. <laughs> Come on. Exhibit uh, A. There we are now. Exhibit grape. There exhibits grape now. What the fuck are they doing, man? That's what I'm saying. It's the mob when you see it. Why do they look like that? So... <laughs> Do you think you're being tested? It was like someone had left them out for me. Yeah, to say, like, pick them up and rob them and just see what happens. Yeah. Because everyone knows, like, the worst thing you can rob is grapes, you know? Why? I mean, wine. Yeah, you're no, right. No, I said yeah. why? <laughs> <laughs> why? No, but the, what, what the point I'm trying to get to is, do you think that you someone, someone, was, someone was lurking, lurking and saying, oh, yeah, you just take grapes then, do you? <laughs> yeah. Someone really woke. So you're just a fellow yeah. who thinks that it's okay just to take grapes. Yeah, like. you thought they were your grapes. Yeah. They're not. Yeah, grape life matters, bitch. <laughs> or something along those lines. You know what I mean? <laughs> but the thing is, they haven't fallen over. They're left in. They're so left perfectly. So someone just put grapes on the ground. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Is there a trend of people leaving grapes the, on the ground? Do the Gardaí know about this? I didn't say it. Did I, just, I didn't know who to talk to. Would you... <laughs> didn't know where to go. I Have you not gone up to the station? I haven't. I just. I should have brought them with me, but I was afraid to touch them. 
And come here, you'd, you'd make a fortune selling that photo to the weekender. <laughs> I can see the headlines tomorrow, like... <laughs> The Un- grape, grape bandit on Uncla- hits again. <laughs> Unclaimed punnet of grapes. Yeah. Unclaimed punnet of grapes. Yeah, hits again. Yeah. Sparks major controversy in yeah, town. town. What are they doing? Why yeah. do we care? It's a slow news week. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, so whoever's leaving grapes around town in Ray's path, please keep doing it because I would love to see if it kept going. <laughs> like, that could be big news, like, you know? More big news. Go on. Soup and goujons. Right. No. Why? Don't. You what do you mean? Dip soup in? Dip no, right. into soup. I asked for again. I was down at the Anderson Management Event Center, and I was busy working, but I also had to eat. So yeah. I asked for a soup, yeah, which was a vegetable, yeah. And you know, where soup comes out. Soup comes out. By the way, I'm very conscious of the fact that all my bits this week are absolutely random as fuck, <laughs> <laughs> but they're still bits which okay. I didn't have last week. Go on. So soup came out with three slices of lovely brown bread, yeah, a lovely bowl of the vegetable soup with mm. the green stuff sprinkled in the top. Yeah, what is that though? Yeah, I don't know. Come here, are you Leaves. do you put salt and vinegar? Do you put salt and pepper in before you even taste the soup? No, I do that. Like, and sometimes it's to my own detriment. <laughs> you have to trust your chefs out there, guys. They have they it do. seasoned. Yeah, they have, they have seasoned. it seasoned. This was seasoned. It was yeah. beautiful. Okay. but on the side was three goujons. Why? I didn't know. Okay, so uh, you know the way Andersons are our sponsor. <laughs> yeah, I want to cut the contract. Okay, no, no, no. Actually, I am worried now because I don't want people thinking that Andersons are just throwing goujons onto soups just for uh, willy, willy nilly. I think it was Trevor in the con- in the not in the contract. Trevor in the kitchen mm. was just trying to be nice because of the fact that I had maybe waited a little longer for the soup because I think I had got my communication wrong. Okay. I think he thought I'm really wrapping myself up in knots here. No, I'm no, no, right. really no. I think it's powers. right. I think we got to cut this contract, <laughs> Andersons. Anyone who thinks that goujons go with soup, I can't. Work with those people. Boss, Ray. have you tried it? No, why would you? It's beautiful. Ray, it's SNS. Soup and sandwich. Leave it alone. No, soup and goujon. S no. and G. It's not S and G, Ray. It's S and G. Did you dip a goujon into a soup? Genius. Yes, I did. Why? I dipped the goujon in, what was sucked it like? the soup off it, and then ate the goujon. You were sucking the soup off the goujon? <laughs> yeah. It was just, I don't know what it was. It was it was two things that I'd never had at the same time before in my life. But if that goujon was in a sandwich, it would have been all right, though. It'd be like eating a slice of ham and washing down with a, with a milkshake. Did, <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> But if that goujon was in a sandwich and cold, it would have been all right to have with the soup. But you can't. If you would put it in the bread, I wouldn't be saying that to you now. But isn't that mad? Or if they had put it in the bread in there, I would you recommend can't. the soup and goujon special. Do you know what? <laughs> do you know what drives me mad? Like the most about Irish restaurants, like what? or any kind of Irish. Like we shouldn't even have to ask the question: What kind of soup is this? Because if you're not making vegetable soup in Ireland, what are you doing here? I mean, but there's other nice soups. Get out, get out. Butternut squash. Ray, I'm far from a racist, nor am I a nationalist. But get out of my country. <laughs> if you're not making vegetable soup. If you're not making ve- if if you're saying to me, it's what actually... What chicken and vegetable? No, no. Well, even that's like... And even, this is what I had. I had going, a goujon, yeah, but and like, I had a vegetable soup. You know when you go in like, and I'm like, what's the soup? And they're like, it's actually like a mushroom risotto soup. Get the fuck out of my country. Yeah, okay. Have you a house here? Get out. Right. You don't deserve to be here. To- Just make a vegetable soup, like. Moving swiftly on. Just how, sound how like do that you feel? Well. How do you feel about drummers that stand up between songs? Why are you saying that now? Because someone did that to me before. Did they? Yeah, someone someone used to do that. Who used to do that? Used to stand up in between songs. Yeah, so on uh, Saturday night... I, I mean, you should be so blessed. Like You're the only one that gets to sit down. Like I had the, bles- the pleasure of doing sound for Alabama 3. Oh, yeah. Which are boys that are from England. Yeah, yeah, they're very and good now. Very cool lads. How, ma- how many is there? There are four of them. Well, what's the point then? <laughs> The girl with them that sings as well. I mean, talk about misinformation. Yeah, also, girls aren't people now, is it? <laughs> Just call yourselves Alabama, Alabama three lads. Alabama four. No, Alabama <laughs> three lads. So that is very evident. The one they're not counting is the girl who's singing. Yeah, because I she, never thought of that actually. 
Yeah, but how would you not? They're called Alabama three, three and they're not even from Alabama. No, just call yourself Scunthorpe lads, <laughs> and they're really Scunthorpe. Yeah, they actually, yeah, they came up to me. They, they're very cool. Like these are like, all right, you know, yeah. you fucking bag. I'm a fine rock star. That's good. Yeah, uh, that's a good accent. If any English people listen, they love that. They man. love that. Now. That's right. But he came button. up to me. Um, the book, the main guy. You from fucking bag, right? <laughs> Give me that fucking sound. Just a, so first of all, they had like a green room, and they had like a, maybe that's where the grapes came from. <laughs> because there was a pot of the grapes in the green room. That's exactly what it was. So do you think maybe when they were leaving, they left the pot of the grapes? They just threw it on the or placed it. They placed it, yeah, because they wouldn't throw it like because they're, yeah. they're not in their own town. <laughs> not their own town. No, they wouldn't and do these that. These lads are mad. But when they when they came on the stage, I was standing at the side of the stage, and your man came over and said. Man, you look like one of those sound engineers that's been doing it for too long. You've got like a face in you, and you don't want to be here. Oh, go and I fucking love that. No way. <laughs> yeah. Did he think you were one of those? Oh, because but I, I realised I was at that very moment. And I have, I've lost my loving feeling for the sound. I'm now standing there with a huge amount of apathy. Is, is it just job. is it just the week that was in it, or is that in no, general? No, it's happened. I, I've turned into a real no sound way. engineer now. The cranky ones that doesn't want to hear about anything else. And you promised, you promised you'd never, never would, yeah. you'd never become that. So maybe that. I need to retire. <laughs> I need to get out of this. That's when you need to know you, you should get out of the business. I have to get out because I'm only going to hurt people's feelings from now on. <laughs> Haven't said day. that though. I ha- you have hurt people's feelings before as a sound engineer. <laughs> so it's not... Any- anyway. No, but come here. Um, we talk about drummers. Yeah. So oh, yeah, the band yeah. before uh, Alabama 3 was a band called Old Times. Right. And Old Times are a multicultural blues band from right. Galway. Lovely. Uh, lad from Argentina in the guitar. Right. I think it's a French lad singing. Right. Um, they're very good. Okay. But the drummer, yeah. who who talks a lot too. Right. As in, he 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 get the mic off the singer to, to chat to the crowd. Why didn't you? Oh, you really are in sound engine. He, uh, he <laughs> said, can I get a mic on the drum kit? And you were like, no, look, I'm not setting that up. <laughs> no, like, right? No, yeah. Just grab the mic off the singer, <laughs> yeah, yeah? I didn't say that. But anyway, <laughs> the drummer, between every song, gets up, walks around. Okay, why? I don't know. Lars Ulrich does it in Metallica as well. Right. And I just find it interesting. There are some drummers that like to get up and walk around. Jordan well, Carty out there as well. He's another man who plays That might be beats. the guy who I saw doing it, actually, yeah. maybe, is Jordan. I'm not really sure. Yeah. It's a fucking weird thing because, like, I would love... I hate that it's frowned upon that I can't sit down. Because <laughs> I have a bad shoulder now as well, Ray, and we fucking Lackland weighs about 14 stone. I have a lighter base. Jeez, I do have a lighter base, but, um, but come here, the... Cause, like Sean gets to sit down at our gigs I'm so jealous like that yeah. he gets to sit for that long now you might get a numb cheek but you know so why was your man standing up and because walking I, this is but the reason I wanted to ask the question is because I think I think they like the, they like the attention drummers I think, yeah when they get up the dr- well I've drummers. always found the drummers don't get enough attention yeah <laughs> The I've always that, found that the bass player gets too much attention. The drummers that stand up between songs are fellas that are our ladies that want to get kind of spotted or noticed. Look, I'm here. Oh, and if, if, yeah. they, if they don't have a drum riser, yeah. sure, they, they'll have to stand up. Yeah. Isn't that mad? Um, like, drummers, you get enough attention. Like, yeah, You probably it. get more attention than, at, like, yeah. I want to talk about a Houdini cat. Okay, where did it go? Are you telling me you were looking at a cat in your kitchen and all of a sudden you looked up and it was out the window? No. What do you mean? We have a cat, as yeah. I've been told before. Yeah. Um, Ula. Well, you stole a cat, like. That belonged to somebody <laughs> else, like. No, it's And then cat. you fed it and now Anyway, you the cat lives with us now, so I come home Saturday night and me... Like, that's like breastfeeding someone else's child and then that child has to stay with you then for the... Go on, anyway. What were you right, saying? Right, that's a really weird... Anyway. I'm just saying, yeah, like, you so stole someone's animal. Me and Ula, anyway, were watching Peaky Blinders when they came home for the kick Saturday night. She loves Peaky Blinders. She loves Peaky Blinders. Right. Season six, she's mad into it. So we watched that for about an hour and then I put Ula out because I, you put the cat out at night because that's the time the cat shines. Okay, that's or, when it comes to life. Yeah, and in fairness, in the last while, we've had multiple rats being yeah, presented to the back of the backyard. That's good. Killing rats and Killing shit. rats yeah. and bringing them to us as tribute. 
<laughs> look what I brought look, you. Look, there now. You'll have to hunt for yourself soon. Ah, uh, that's class. That's really good to have a cat, though, it, for doing that. Yeah, but it's not nice when you're walking in and out of the shed and you're tripping over dead rats. <laughs> it's it's kind of... Anyway. Would you not hate them? Like? What? Does she no, not hate them? she doesn't. She brings them to us. She does this for sports. She like. No, she brings them to us because she wants to train us and help us catch rats. So you're out now as well at night. Yeah. Like, <laughs> anyway, put Laura out the cat. Laura out. Put the cat out and I went to bed. Okay. Sean Riley came home after that because he was gigging in Budorn. He did? And he came home. Now, Sean and the cat, they have a fine relationship. Okay. But they don't, do you know, they wouldn't okay. be, he wouldn't be letting the cat in, shall we say, at night. Nora, yeah. And saying, there, there mind yourself there now, I'll put on peaky blinders for you. I'm, I'm, I'm with Sean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So, imagine my surprise at half nine the following morning when the clocks had gone back and me looking forward to the best sleep of my life. Yeah. To hearing a meow outside my door. How did he manage that then? Exactly. I got up and I you passage. Sean must have left the window of the bathroom open and the cat must have found Came her in. way in yeah. and not drowned in the toilet. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> the toilet is right under the window. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so I got up and I said, Jesus, stop meowing for starters. You're going to wake up Sean and then there's going to be really hell to pay. Okay. So downstairs, all the windows were closed. What? So I'm sitting there going, what in the name of God let this cat in? Is How this, did the cat get in? Is this some motherfucking Santa this Claus cat? This is my... This is a Santa Claus cat. This is Houdini cat. Came down the chimney. Came down really. the chimney. Somehow the cat got in. So I had to mind the cat then. So I was up at half nine. It was silly. It was terrible. Of a Sunday morning bank holiday. Have you seen The Watcher? What? Have you seen The Watcher Laura's watching it. She's what? Yeah. Why? Because people are getting into a house there. I think there's a tunnel underneath Chapel Street. You think there's a tunnel? There's an underground Maybe tunnel. Maybe that's where all the trick-or-treaters go. Yeah, that's where all the... But that's how all the cats are getting into your house in the first place. Turns out that at half eight, an hour earlier that morning, the cat was outside screaming and roaring and giving out, going, where the feck is my breakfast? And you sleepwalked down. And I didn't. Sean got up. What? Sean got up to stop the cat meowing and let the cat into the house. Oh, fair play to him. Because... <laughs> yeah, but that ruined my morning then? <laughs> <laughs> I had to get up then. But you and Laura have made that decision, though. To what? Like, you can't be forcing that on Sean Ray. No, I know that. And he's asked me to say this to you as well. <laughs> he said, he asked me at, right. in the podcast, will you tell Ray stop forcing that cat on me? Right. Stop forcing that patty on me. <laughs> stop it, that No, yeah, so he did. He said, tell Ray stop forcing it on me. And I said, Sean, that's nothing to do with me, like grow a pair of balls. He said, no, Mark, you're like a father figure to me and all that. Mm. I'd love for you to... Has he really said that to me? Yeah, he said, he said stop forcing the cat on him. But I'm not forcing want, the cat on him. He didn't want it. Right. That's what he told me to say to you anyway. This is an awkward one he said for him because he knows how much you and Laura love the cat like. Right. But he doesn't, he hates the cat. He, so said she, he tried to roll it over in his van. So it's either him and the cat now. Yeah, yeah. He tried to run the cat over what in his van. What if I go home now and say, Sean, I think it's time, I think it's time we move out. That's what he's expected. Yeah, so we move out and bring the cat with us. Yeah. He said right. he said he wanted to get so, you have to spit in his face straight away right. once you burst in the Yeah, door. okay, okay. So... Okay. I'll let you know how I get on. Yeah, will you? Yeah, yeah. because it, I think it's so good for the two of you. Because <laughs> I know how you look up to me and stuff, and to be able to sort this out for you. I've uh, one last item. One. Um, yeah, we've been through the late night pun of the grapes. How much can you trust the fella that you can ring? You know, if you break down oh, yeah. and you don't have the AA car rescue. Well, I do because I ring you. Like, I know. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but imagine if you were in. You'd, imagine if you're driven from Wexford. Yeah. And you arrived in Sligo. You're not from Sligo, and you're, yeah. you're driving a Mercedes Benz 2010. Estate. So this obviously isn't based on any story, no. You're <laughs> just making this up. <laughs> you have to make it every. I was just putting pulling Jesus details. Christ, like no, no, no. In fact, the Remedy Club, which is the band that played in Anderson's Men's Fence on the Sunday, right? They drove from Wexford Sunday yeah. morning, yeah, yeah. And they arrived at the venue, and their 2010 Mercedes Benz Estate conked, right? Dead in Sligo, right outside the back door of the venue. No way. Very handy for them. She's very handy getting there, but not getting. Back and I says to them, "What's the story with the EA?" And said, "No, we don't have a." I said, "Oh, you're screwed now on a Sunday bank holiday." Yeah. But they looked up on the internet, uh, car. Repair help, you know. Can I repair help? Yes, <laughs> that's to put into the Google. And uh, Vincent, 
Right, no, Vincent. Vincent's number came up. Right. So they rang Vincent. Yeah. And Vincent arrived with a, with a white Aveco pickup truck. Lovely. Right? Yeah. 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 Savage. Yeah. And Vincent had a really cuddly dog as well with him. Big lump of a cuddly <laughs> dog. But that was basically that. Yeah. And Vincent said, I'll take that and I'll store it for you. Okay. Right? How much do you trust these lads? So. You're giving them your car. And you just found his number on Google. Yeah, so I'm saying, like, how, was it the fact that he showed up with all the attire? That he was wearing the high-vis jacket? Yeah. He had the Aveco pickup truck? You I know, would be very worried, like, because here's the thing. I'm it, sure Vincent's a lovely fella. He is. That's a cute dog. He probably has a lovely family at home. Yeah. I bet you his son's, like, uh, pro- he probably has a daughter who's a civil servant. <laughs> right. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure his son is, like, a software engineer. Yes. He lives in Dublin now, but he actually <laughs> bought a house before shit went crazy. Yeah. He managed to get on the property ladder in Dublin, it's right? Great story. And his missus, yeah. his missus is actually retired now as well, but she retired early because she and had a bad... And she's always at Vincent, will you give up that old car, Robin? Yeah, because she has a bad back and she sees the road he's going down as well, but he says, yeah. probably, I just want to help people who get stuck. Yes. Now, that's one way. That's the one other way. way is, I think Vincent takes your car, mm. right? And Vincent brings it home. Yeah. And then Vincent goes, I look after that. So if you want it back, it's, it's 1200 to get that back now. I've, you know. Possibly. Well, See, I don't know. I'll see. tell you what. I, well, Vince, in fairness, I think Vincent was above board. But the lady. Of course he was. The lady, son is a software engineer. The, <laughs> the lady who owned the car just turned to me as we were watching it being towed away. Said, I presume he's legit. <laughs> <laughs> I presume he's legit as he looked at him driving he had two fingers out the window like that I said there I said I doubt he would have gone to this much trouble if it was just to rob a car especially not a 2010 Mercedes Benz estate that doesn't work anymore yeah like it is funny to be scratching your head and going "Um, did we check his credentials She was worried. And I, then it just made me think, imagine someone had gone to the trouble. Come here, uh, the fella <laughs> I rang, his name was Liam. Why is this Vincent better taking? But I mean, going to that trouble and getting the Aveco pickup and the high-vis and the cuddly dog and yeah. the whole lot. He, he even had cones uh, for helping. Ah, no, he's legit then, Rave. He had cones. So you can only count cones and get their hands on cones. I think... <laughs> just, I'd be interested to see how much it costs to get rid of the Ah, but you see, this is the thing. The poor... Uh, the poor um, the poor twosome that was the Remedy Club band, they did their gig and the tank me at the end said, fair play to Ray, he's there behind the curtain, he's like the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. And I said, that's very funny, I am behind the Quite curtain. Quite funny, yes, Yes, thank indeed, you. but funny, after that then I left the venue and I, I met your man um, pulling away with the car because he had got it up the up the alleyway and stuff and he got it back out on the road and I said, geez, fair play to you for coming out, Vincent, and picking up the car. He said, ah, yeah, he said, to be honest with you, something big got in that car. Oh. And I was going, really? They think, they think it's, I know, he said, it's off to see the wizard. And I was going. <sighs> How ironic. <laughs> yeah, so apparently the car is fucked. Oh, but have you told them that Not yet? at all. By the time this podcast comes out, they'll know the truth. I really like, um, I must say, whenever we get really personal about stuff, I love when you use everyone's name. <laughs> it may... Yeah, so they can listen back and enjoy it. Yeah, and it yeah. really makes me not say what I want to say. Like, oh, what did you not want no, to say? No, because I can't say it though. Ah, because on. Vincent's, I'll, I'll beep out. <laughs> it's very annoying because Vincent's son and daughter are lovely people and all. Like, and I don't want to say anything bad about him. <laughs> but you're Vincent. Vincent was Vincent's son, he, work, he works for Dell. <laughs> I don't want to say what I want to say about Vincent. Right, okay. You know what, sometimes, this is actually off topic a little bit, nothing to do with before. You know, sometimes, like, it's very easy for a mechanic to just say, no, nah, there's a lot gone wrong with that, and now I have your car. Yeah. And, well, I mean, especially when they are, they got the train back down to Wexford today. Yeah, and he's going, well, I'm going to have to fix it up for you, and it's going to cost three grand. That's nothing <laughs> yeah. to do with this story that no, you're on about not, now. No, it's a completely different no. thing altogether. I think Vincent was just storing it for the month of the car mechanic. You know whatever we're doing next week's um, podcast? Yeah. I was going to say to you, um, will you just listen to me once ever in your whole life? Yeah, what's that? And if you want me to really get in on a story, stop saying everybody's <laughs> fucking name. 
just stop saying everybody's name. Because then I could go for the jugular. Yeah. And what that would, has nothing to do would, with the previous But what would you have said if it was a case of Hatton? I would have said he's a thieving bastard, man. <laughs> he's very evidently fucking taking them for a ride, man. They might as well bend over the Garibald River and say, just slip it in there, Vinny, whenever you're ready, man. <laughs> fucking hell, like. Sorry, no. Sorry, no, for doing that. Sweet suffered feck, like. Yeah. And Vince is a lovely man. The dog is absolutely gorgeous. Do you see a picture of the dog? That's how they do it. Oh, yeah, you have a picture of the dog, do you? Yeah, you have a picture of the dog. Have you a picture of his number plate, man? Because That's right beside the bonnet of the grapes. Look at that little doggy. Okay, that is gorgeous. <laughs> That's beautiful. And I also seen this as well. It's off topic. It's, um, you know, the, 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 the... Come here, the one thing you didn't mention is their PPS number. Will you make sure you give that out <laughs> yeah, as well when you get a chance? At the end of the show. Yeah, sorry. Did you see this new... Um, they've, they've taken, like, a Halloween costume packet and they keep putting... They keep superimposing pictures on it. So this one here is if you, oh, you, you want to dress up as a half-assed musician, yeah. and it includes a mic stand, a tablet, microphone, and zero eye contact. Me? <laughs> yeah, talents all separately. What the fuck? Uh, that's me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just where a situation where you see like the one man band playing, but yeah. they have like this big tablet holder, now, and yeah. you don't, you don't, you can't see the person's face. Ray, can yeah. you tell me the truth now. Be honest with Kendi. You've seen me a lot. Yeah. Is it not good that I have an iPad Mini and it's down here? I know that's you're you're good. Yeah. I have seen some musicians. If you mention a name, Ray, <laughs> I will lose the head now. Don't say anything. Can I say his name? Fucking, <laughs> have we learned nothing? Have we learned nothing here, like? Okay. Just let me say what I'm going to say. Don't put a music stand in front of your face. Yeah. Like, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. This is the end of the podcast, by the way. <laughs> I can't go on anymore because Ray is actually, you're like, I, I'm being... I, I am being suffocated. But I'm going to beep those, obviously, out. I can't, but I can't trust you to beep that note, I, man. I beep everything Stop else. saying everybody's name in the world. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Danny, thanks very thanks much for, for, doing the cameras. for doing the cameras. Also, uh, don't forget, uh, and we have to drive this home. Yeah. Brendan Tierney. It's, is, it's is, a is zero ten Mercedes Benz. We have to drive it home, lads. <laughs> it's busted. <laughs> Someone needs to drive it home we need if you're to, free. Someone set up a, a GoFundMe so we can get that car <laughs> so back to So we can drive Wexford. that car home. <laughs> uh, if anyone has a flatbed truck. Uh, no, <laughs> Brendan Tierney, as we speak, is yeah. literally canvassing door to door promoting his um, comedy, comedy festival. festival. SoFunnySligo.com. If we could ask you to do anything, buy a ticket or two. On the Tuesday night. Yeah. Yeah, because that's On what the we're Tuesday doing. Night. But also buy for Kevin McGarren and Sharon Mannion and, and what's that other lad that's really important. Yeah, they're all on the Tuesday night as well. No, <laughs> there's another book. What's the book? The, the big guy. Huh? McAleer, no, not McAleer. Oh, Neil Delamere. Neil Delamere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Brilliant, yeah. 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 yeah, so the So Funny Comedy Festival. We're trying to make this the biggest comedy festival in Sligo. Yeah. So if you're up for that... Buy some tickets, though. Don't leave it in the night. Yeah, don't leave it tonight. And do you remember Ray was saying, oh, yeah, don't donate that much money. Donate loads of us. Yeah, donate. Yeah, he needs it now. He needs money now, and I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> it turns out that Brendan actually borrowed money yeah. from the Italian mafia right. in order to try and put this on. Yeah. And they are up. They took his children. Yeah. They have his children are back in Sicily right yeah, now, yeah. and Brendan can't get them back unless he pays the astronomical interest fees that are on the money that he borrowed. Yeah. It's actually quite scary at the moment, like, because um, he can't pay it now. Well, I, I can't get the I, I can't get the image of Roberto's takeaway out of my head. When you know <laughs> <laughs> the kids are. T- <laughs> You're bringing the Italian mafia, in and I'm going to be awful funny if Roberto's were the Italian mafia oh, in Sligo. <laughs> <laughs> so look, buy tickets to the comedy festival. Uh, li- listen, uh, Ray, fair play to Definitely me. Definitely not that money in chips. <laughs> fair play to me, Ray. Mm. Uh, oh, sorry, is that the end of it? Is that's that? the sorry, end of it. That's the end of it. Yeah. Fair play to fuck- me too. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs>
Toxic. Kendi and Rainbow Podcast, sponsored by Anderson's Tremendous Event Centre and Wonderful Food Items, and the Blind Tiger's Marvellous Alcoholic Fruit Drinks.